no more sexist shit. This is our very first podcast. And episode one is called Survivors of the Flux. And we'll be talking all about the new season of Doctor Who, which is all about the flux. So, before we get into the podcast, we thought we would tell you a little bit about ourselves. My name's Beth. And my co-host is... Louise. And a fun fact about myself is that I can wiggle both my eyebrows a little bit like David Tennant in Doctor Who. (laughs) I wish I could show you that, but unfortunately it's a podcast so you can't actually see me. Louise? A fun fact about me is my heart's on the opposite side, which is random, but... Also like Doctor Who, which is pretty cool. Um, Before we get started and delve into what we're going to talk about, Spoiler warning, we are going to be spoiling everything that we talk about, so unless you have seen the whole season, stop listening right here and come back once you've watched the whole season. So, a brief summary of the season. Well, so, this season, that's what, um, <laughs> we're trying to find out more about the timeless child memories and all season 12's mysteries, mm-hmm. but the Doctor also finds out about the flux of the whole universe destroying entity which is interesting and it's just full of monsters new and old and it's really intriguing as a season i think it's quite a strong season for chibnall so let's talk about episode one the halloween apocalypse (laughs) so this was in halloween like prime trick-or-treating time which i think is quite interesting because it's typically a kid's show Mm -hmm. but i think it was quite good it was quite confusing but in a good way because it was really intriguing to what's going to happen in the season further. Yeah, they kind of teased everything without giving too much away of what was going to happen. Yeah. I really like the fact that in the trailers we had for the Flux, um, it only gave mostly clips from this episode so it didn't really spoil the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was really good. What happened in the episode? So, um, we first it opens up for Yaz and the Doctor travelling together um, over a pit of acid. Yep. Which is quite a good cold open. Like, and the previous seasons have just went straight into the title sequence, but now they've started doing cold opens, which I think is quite good. Yeah. Carbonista's there. Yep. Yeah. And he's a uh, Lupari. Lupari. He's quite evil at this point. Yep. <laughs> he is trying to melt them in acid. Yeah, it, that, was, that wasn't great. And it was, yeah, it was funny to see... Um, the Doctor and Yazzie's dynamic at this point um, because you get that ongoing banter between them which is quite funny at the same time I was like what on earth is going on <laughs> like it kind of confused me to start but yeah you kind of get into it and it was a good introduction um, to Carbonista as well and I so later in the season you find out why he's kind of done that to the Doctor because they've known each other and um, whether the Doctor knows that or not and it was, yeah, it was just, it was, it, I, I kind of understood where Carvinista was coming from um, when she found out his yeah. past with the Doctor. We had Jodie Whittaker's atrocious Scottish accent, which I didn't realise was Scottish until the <laughs> subtitle said, in a Scottish accent, <laughs> with the handcuffs and the whole, they'd jump into the TARDIS in the trampoline, I thought it was quite cute. Mm-hmm. It was very Moffat in the way that like River Song would jump into the TARDIS or something. Yeah. But I quite like that. Yeah, people should just stop attempting to do Scottish accents. They really should, unless they're Scottish. Yeah, although, Obviously. saying that, Jodie, uh, Jodie Comer, let me get the right Jodie, she did a good dance. <laughs> Hers was good. It, and, and Killing Eve, that was very, yeah. which we'll talk about maybe in the future. Yeah. But <laughs> Her Glaswegian accent was better than mine. 
Yeah, that was good. <laughs> so, who did we get introduced to in this episode? Dan Lewis. Yeah. John Bishop. Yeah. I was quite hesitant when he was announced because mm-hmm. I thought he was actually announced as a doctor because in New Year's he said, big announcement. And I was like, they're going to announce the next doctor. And it said, John Bishop. And I was like, that can't be the next doctor. No. The next companion. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you there. I, I think, like... John Bishop does a great job of Dan Lewis. I really like Dan. At first, I was a bit hesitant as well, and I wasn't sure what he could bring. And obviously, he's kind of party crashing um, the Doctor and Yaz, which I wasn't hundred percent sure that I, I wasn't very happy about that. But I think he was—he did bring something fresh to it, and he—he he, he reminded me a lot of Donna. Yeah. Um, with David Tennant, obviously, and that was that was really lovely to see again, and we haven't had that in a while, so that was that was cool. And he has a lot of humour, yeah. Um, and that was nice because I, this season was quite dark. I think we'd both agree, yeah. And so having flecks of humour in there from Dan as well yeah. was quite lovely. And his relationship with Carvinista that was cute, which was very cute as well. There, yeah, it was. It, they were like a married couple. It was quite funny. It was. Really I, enjo- I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that very much. I was worried it was going to be very a Bradley Walsh replacement. Yes. Because Chibnall does like to have a lot of companions. <laughs> like, even there's two companions in this, but there's so many characters in this season. Yeah. Like, compared to previous seasons when there was one. Yeah. So, yeah, Dan Dan was great, and it was quite nice to hear the Liverpudlian accent. That was cute. That was cute. Yeah. And a lot of it was based in Liverpool as well, so that was, that was also pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. We meet... Swarm. And Azur. And Azur in yeah. this episode. Bad guys. I know. They're the baddies. His entry was mental because he like was like in prison mm-hmm. with the guns, with the division guns. So mm-hmm. I presume that the division would have been holding them captive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't specifically state that. No, but, but it's assumed. Yeah. And then we meet Azura, who's in the form of a human. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. But I think it's later in the season they say that that's like a punishment for what they've done. Yeah. It, yeah. I thought these were really good bad guys, the two of them. <laughs> I had no idea that they were brother and sister. Yeah. I, that had never clicked for me. I thought they were like in a relationship, like romantically. <laughs> but <laughs> like nothing confirmed that, so I don't know why I thought that. Um. But yeah, no, I thought they were really good bad guys. And it was dark, like when yeah. Swarm was first there, because he, poor, he killed that poor... Poor girl, which was yeah. a shame. That was a shame. Um, yeah, I I really enjoyed them in the season. It, they kind of their storyline kind of confused me, and I, I, even in the last episode, I was like, "What are they doing? Like, yeah. what what is their purpose in this?" But I think from reading stuff and researching it after having watched it, I kind of understood it a little bit more. Yeah, he does do a lot of. This is not explained, but like fill in the gaps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, you, yeah, you kind of have to do that yourself. Yeah. Um, watching it. So who else was added? There was a lot of characters added this episode. Oh, Claire. Do you want to talk Claire. about Claire? Yeah. Yeah. And um, Claire was interesting. She was like tied in with the Weeping Angels who are mm-hmm. back, which yeah. I love because they're one of my favourites. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. She just came up to the doctor and was like, "We've not met before, but I know you." Now, doesn't this remind you of something? Th- doesn't this remind you of River? Oh wait, yes, it does. Yeah, this was yeah. totally like a reference mm-hmm. to River and the Doctor. Uh, which I wish would be incorporated in the 13th Doctor, but yeah. I don't think we're going to see that, unfortunately. 
Um, but Claire Brown, yeah, I thought she was a great character, um, and her acting, the actress, was great at that role, and I thought it was it was something really good in her relationship with Jericho. That was cute. Which was very cute as well. Yeah. Um, People thought she was Clara. Like, that was a big theory. Yeah, I, I could see that. When I first saw her, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. And she talks a little bit like Clara, and I was like, hmm. Yeah. But yeah, she did remind me of Clara actually thinking about it. She was good. She was a good addition to the 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 group. And then there's that whole plot twist which we'll talk about when we get to that episode. I was telling Louise just before we started recording how terrified I was of the Weeping Angels and I as a child, I literally any time I saw a statue, I had to stare it down and make sure I didn't look away or blink because I was so scared of these Weeping Angels. So that was yeah, that that I mean, it gave me PTSD, but <laughs> it was great watching it. I feel like I've conquered my fear. That's totally not true. I still stare angels yeah. down. I like the fact that they didn't move. Like, in the original Blink, they didn't move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in the first half of the two-parter, yeah. with Matt Smith, yeah. um, Stone, Flesh and Stone, and Time of the Angels. Yeah. 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 Um, the first part, they don't move, and it's quite good. Mm-hmm. But the second half... We actually see them move, which I think takes away from the whole visual of it. Yeah. So they didn't move. It makes them more scary as well. It does. I think that worked um, particularly yeah. well. Also, how do they how do they do the Weeping Angels? Like, are they like plastic things? Or are they actual people? I think it's like dancers or something. No way. Like, I think it's how do like they that. stand that still? Like, some of them will probably just be props. They'll just be made out of, I don't know, whatever they make them. Yeah. Yeah, we need to find this. I I need to find this out. Diane, oh, I can't forget about Diane. Oh, of course. Who's that? Who we meet when we meet Dan at the museum, when he starts randomly talking about <laughs> Liverpool. He's very proud to be Liverpoolian, which I get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't get why the museum's so against him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think it's just because he's not staff. But like, leave the poor guy alone. He's having mm-hmm. fun. He's not doing anything yeah. wrong. Yeah. Just just leave him be. Diane, yeah, I have a bit of a bone to pick with her because she just she didn't do Dan right. Like in the end, she, basically Dan missed the date, and then Diane got kidnapped, which obviously isn't ideal for a first date. But then, like Dan basically saves her, and well, she kind of saves herself in the process as well. But she, he then like, do you want to go out? And she's like, no. And he's like. But I literally couldn't help missing the date the last time when she was like, no, yeah. why? It was quite nice that she didn't give a reason. She was like, I've changed my mind, which is perfectly reasonable yeah, to do. It yeah, was just yeah. kind of sad at the end. I know, I felt so sorry for Dan. But then I suppose that gives him a reason to go and continue his travels yeah. with the doctor. So you can kind of understand that. The last five minutes of the TV show was like, would you like to come with us? Like That's the first point that the doctor really talks to Dan. Yeah. Apart from going, hi Dan, run. Yeah, literally. There's that's something I'd like to see more of in um, the specials to come is more interaction between Dan and the Doctor because there's there's been hardly any, yeah. which I guess like I don't mind because there's that whole kind of dialogue between Yaz and the Doctor, which yeah. I think is really important to be explored. But at the same time, like he's a new companion and I don't think she knows anything about him, so no. it would be it would be quite nice if she got to know him some more um, in the specials. We need to talk about Vinda. Yes! And Belle. And Belle, of course. Mm-hmm. Who are just side characters. Yeah. And 
I I don't know why we needed them to be quite honest. <laughs> like I don't know why, but I thoroughly enjoyed it, and it was lovely to see a little love story, um, kind of, and it kind of broke up parts of the flux and the division yeah. stuff, which was quite nice, just to brighten things up a bit more. Um, and you don't find out until the later episodes that Belle and Binder are looking for each other, and cute. their reunion was very cute, and I liked how they did it. And Belle, oh my gosh, what a badass! Yeah, she is so cool, and I really appreciate that. And I don't think we've seen that an awful lot in sci-fi stuff. We don't really no. see a lot of females um, kicking ass, basically. So I thought that was really cool to see. And Vinder as well, like he was a cool guy. And when he um, interacted with the companions, yeah, he was. I thought he was a great he dynamic in the companions. Yeah, I remember when he was announced at Comic Con. It was a big mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. so everybody thought he was gonna be a bigger character. Yeah, but yeah, no, I like I liked what they did. I was a bit confused with his storyline as well at points, and the whole thing with the Grand Serpent. Yeah, and um, that still kind of confuses me. But I, 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 I thought it was good, and of course, he's from. Got a church <laughs> as every other yeah literally cast member in this and it's funny as well actually because i was going to bring this off earlier um there's two additions to this season that are from line of duty as well oh yeah um because yeah. the grand serpent is played by someone who i can't remember his name i don't think i have it anywhere um but he's from line of duty played dot in line of duty and then um Rashenda... Uh, Sandal, who was also in Line of Duty, yeah. who plays Azure, she was also in Line of Duty. So yeah, they were throwing everyone in from Line of Duty and Broadchurch this season. I know, especially they think some of the Line of Duty people might be next Doctor. Oh, yeah. that would be interesting to see. Yeah, episode two, Wallace and Tarrant, quite an old-fashioned old who feel to it, mm-hmm. which was nice. The Crimean War, I think Chibnall does old like old-fashioned decade time things mm-hmm. really well mm-hmm. like he gets the dialogue because when Moffat and RTD used to write old-fashioned episodes they kind of spoke the same way as modern people do yeah but I think he does more of old-fashioned speak quite well yeah historically informed yeah we love that we like we met Mary Seacole who mm-hmm. was interesting mm-hmm. because she's quite important and it was in Russia yeah. But called Santa, which I found hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah. was I loved seeing this in Tarans again and like they come back later in the season as well, um, which is all kind of tied up to division, which we'll talk about later. Um and it was nice seeing them again. They just remind me of potato heads. Like yeah. <laughs> they're so funny and oh yeah, there's yeah, they're they're cool. And I loved um yeah, I love how the doctor kinda of said to the Grand Serpent, um that he's being used and that kind of refers to is it the first time we see this in Tarans that that happens that they use the human I can't really remember but yeah I thought that was that was nice um that, I thought that was good I like when they pay homage to the past doctors yeah and dialogue good. like that I thought that was really cool it was Pete Chibnall humor when he said why did you invade the Crimea because we wanted to ride horses <laughs> yep yeah that was Pete Chibnall yep totally and I love the f- that was quite good. We were like, if I give you information to the doctor, will you take it back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. I, I it was a good episode. I was a bit. I I think this one was the, f- the one that I found most confusing. I was like, what yeah. on earth is going on? Um, but I still enjoyed it, and I did like seeing the Centaurans again. I didn't think like I was like, oh, it won't be the Centaurans, and then it was, and I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. Santa ha. Santa ha. <laughs> Santa ho. 
Is they, it they, whole? No, they just do that once for some reason. What? <laughs> um, then, of course, Yaz and Dan disappear. Yeah. Just, like, disintegrate. And yeah. the daughter's like, I'll find you. And Yaz doesn't look convinced. No, that was weird. I was like, what is going on? But, and I'm sorry, but, sh- like, surely they're just copying Marvel Infinity War. Like, come I on. think everything that's sci fi at this point is gonna it's just gonna copy. Yeah, there's so much. There's been so many Marvel films and things in the universe that it's just, it's really hard not to end up copying it. Do you know what copies Marvel? Um, the Lupari ships covering Earth just like Gone to Galaxy. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh my gosh, I never even thought about that. Yeah. yeah, this season has literally just copied Marvel. And of course, Swarm snapping and all the disintegrating of the dust. Exactly, yeah. like the snap was a big thing. So yeah, so Yaz and Vinda meet at the temple in Atropos. Yeah. And they meet, and Vinda tries to shoot Swarm and Azur, which mm-hmm. doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And he nearly shoots Yaz. Yeah, <laughs> which is it? We don't want that. No, and then Dan's gets back to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. And we, d- we meet Dan's parents. Mm-hmm. We do? Yeah. I don't even remember that. <laughs> it's quite... It's, and, it, and he tries to like, attack. Yeah. It doesn't work very well. No. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, Swarm and Azur went there to kind of rekindle the past and what had happened in the past and remind the Doctor, but of course yeah. the Doctor doesn't remember any of this no. they are gone Look. from her mind completely like, i'm your greatest enemy cool i don't know who you are yeah <laughs> literally they were like you could be my best friend for all i know <laughs> like yeah. no idea yeah that was that was yeah that was interesting yeah we get some dan and covenista bonding <laughs> yeah yeah and um, when they blow up the Santan ships they're so cute yeah they're so cute and then it's a good cliffhanger that episode mm-hmm. um when the doctor's there and Yaz and Vinder are on the, yeah, the podiums. The podiums, yeah, and yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. Yaz is going to die and it just cuts. Yeah. That's quite good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like, <gasps> what? <laughs> I was like, no, yeah. no. And they're like, we have something of yours knocked on you. Like, I know. I was like, yeah, you do. Like, <laughs> Pink Villain is like saying, I have something of yours and making it a possession. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's like peak. I am evil. Women are possession. Possession. Yeah, yeah. Did it he, was. Did he mean Vinda as well? We may have met Vinda as well, but the Doctor never met Vinda, so it's not. As no, much it's mistake. just. I mean, maybe they're just talking about the whole human race. Possibly. Because she is a soft, a soft spot for the human race. She really does. Which is very cute. <laughs> yeah. For lesser species. <laughs> it was. Oh, there was the. What would the Doctor do about on Yaz's hand? Yeah. That was. That, was, cute. that was very cute. Their their whole. Um, relationship in this was very yeah. very cute and I liked how they did it and I thought they did it very well we need some more action though I'm worried that um, Yaz will end up like Clara because yep. Clara was very I am the doctor and then Yaz is very I am the doctor so yeah. we'll see yeah she really took leadership which was cute Yaz which yeah. was very good it was nice to see and um, the whole bit um, when, the, when Dan um, Yaz and Jericho, they get yeah. trapped um, in 1961 to 1964. And she she's in charge. Yeah. She's like, I know what I'm doing. We're going to do this. I'm a police Yeah, exactly. And then she helps get rid of a body. <laughs> we get character development from Yaz. She's not yeah. being crowded by 
Yeah, exactly. Um, Ryan and Graham. Ryan and Graham, exactly. And that was really nice. And we get to see her come into her own a lot more. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Shall we move on to Once Upon a Time? Yeah. Good title. Yep. Um, different director this time. Azua Salem mm-hmm. instead of Jamie Magnusstone. But I like the whole vibe of the whole season. It's good yeah. visuals. Yeah. So this is the one where the Doctor jumps into the time storm of the temple just to save Yaz and Vinda. Mm-hmm. Of course. Which is good because they couldn't kill Yaz halfway through Yeah, season. exactly. Um, and then Vinda, we see all his story of the Grand Serpent. Yeah. yeah. This was interesting. I had no yes. idea what was going on. Yeah. I was like, there's some political debate thing going on here. He's yeah. done something wrong, or someone's done something wrong, and um, Vinder wants to report it. Yeah. The Grand Serpent wants to murder people. Yeah. He's yeah. just not a nice guy. No. At but all. They definitely did COVID stuff there, because having like Yaz playing a character from Vinder's past, yeah. and then having Dan there. Like, yeah. That was definitely COVID bubbles. Yeah, 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 for sure. They brought back Joe Martin. Uh-huh. Only for, like, two minutes. Yeah. Th- this was the episode, right, where um, they had, like, the Fugitive Doctor, right? Yeah. Yeah. And their, it, the, yeah, it was, like, all their lives mishmashed, but with different people. Yeah. And they, like, got stuck in the time streams? Yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, so we see... Diane and Dan together with the yeah. passenger in Liverpool. Yeah. Which was good. And then we to see Dan's storyline is just so sad. He was like, yeah, I got left. Mm-hmm. I was going to marry somebody, but they left. I know. <laughs> it was quite nice seeing it at the same time because I don't yeah. feel like men get that as much as women. Like, men, like, I feel like it's always shown that women are left at like the altar or something like that. It was so nice. Dan's a good character. Like, He's a good character. I liked him. Typical macho vibes, which yeah, is yeah, nice. yeah, 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 and it helps people. Which yeah, is really cute. It reminds me a bit of like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just, he's just a good guy. He's a bit yeah. silly, and um, yeah, that was really cool. And we see Yazzie's sister. Oh yeah, because we go into Yaz's time stream, but it's yeah. the future. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was yeah, that was an interesting bit, and it was quite nice seeing Yazzie's sister again. Who turns into the doctor. Who turns into the doctor. So this happens on several occasions yes. and it was quite trippy. I quite enjoyed it though. And then we have Yaz in the police car. Yeah. And there's Jodie talking about Satsumas. Yeah. And then the angels are there. So yeah. that was a jump scare. Yeah. And then we're back. But I think it mainly focuses on Vinder's timeline. Yeah. With the whole Grand Serpent's going to murder people to yeah. get his power. Yeah. He wants to report him. He can't. Yeah. It's a shame. He probably gets sent to Outpost Rose, which is never mentioned, the fact that it's Rose. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't mm-hmm. just drop the name Rose and Doctor Who and just no. leave it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do we see Belle in this episode? We probably do. Yeah, she's um, probably kicking ass as usual, doing something. Looking for someone who yeah. we later discover is Vinder. Yeah. Which is very cute. And there's also another bombshell which she drops when she meets Vinder. That she's pregnant, which is nice. Yeah, with the was it take me? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, that That's was cute. really cute. Yeah, I was like, what on earth is that? And then I was yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. So, yeah. At the end of this episode, this is where we say goodbye to Vinder as part of the Tardis team mm-hmm. because um, she, 
vendors on his home planet trying to find her but she's just left yeah they literally miss each other within seconds like he goes to her planet and she's literally just left it's so frustrating yes it's very sad yes Shall we go on to Village of the Angels? Yeah, let's. I'm so ready for this Which, one. Ah, uh, my favourite. I think yeah. this was everybody's favourite of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think even some of the not my doctors were saying it's okay, <laughs> which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this was a different writer. This mm-hmm. was Jamie Magnus Stone as well as Chris Chibnall. Yeah. And Maxine Al- Alderton. Maxine Alderton, of course, did the haunting. Of the Villa di Vinci, uh, Villa di Dati, mm-hmm. um, previous season, which was also a good one. Mm-hmm. So, this is very old-fashioned. It's kind of a stand-on, would you say? Yeah, yeah, like, it definitely yeah. could be. It kind of um, gets away from what we've seen so far yeah. of the season. Yeah, it, it was really good. Yeah. So, that was a good... This season had good cliffhangers. Yeah. So, the end of the last episode, three, the angels find the TARDIS. Mm, oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, they penetrate the TARDIS. For some reason. Yeah, for some reason, which is unknown to us at this point. And that was scary. And the doctor's like, oh, no, not the angels again. And Yaz and Dan are like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah, this was, yeah, this was very good. And we go into the 60s. Yes, 67. Medderton, I think the village is called. Um, So we meet Jericho. Yeah, what a guy. Conducting experiments in Claire. Yeah, which I thought it, it, at the start I was like, what on earth is it? That seems very wrong. Yeah. I feel like he's taking advantage of this poor young girl. But then as you, like, it, it goes on and it's like, no, she's volunteering. But at the same time I was like, nah, yeah. he's taking advantage. But as you get to know him more in the episode, it's like, no, he was actually genuinely trying to help her. Yeah, that was good. I liked the, the, the lie detector that he was using. That really came back mm-hmm. later in the episode when the angel jumped out of it. Yeah, which was really good. That was really cool. I was like, yeah, that was yeah. some cool stuff. So I would argue this was one of the better Angel episodes, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, an angel sends Jazz and Dan back to 1901. Yeah. And they find a girl called Peggy who'd been missing. Yep. Yeah. It was very so. I was like, no way, is that because the doctor was like, I won't be able to find you if you get like touched by an angel. Yeah. And then. I mean, she kind of does find them, but <laughs> yeah. that's because they're literally what is what is it called? Like a t- like a time, I don't, know. I don't know. But like that whole village is taken out of time, taken out of time exactly in space, and is just like there. But you know that old woman yeah. who is Peggy. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. I I like predicted that. Yeah. I was like, I bet you that's Peggy, and then it was, and that was really cool. She was saying, "Count the graves." That was very Moffat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was cool. And then the whole dynamic between the Doctor, Claire, and Jericho, Jericho yeah. was really cool. That was nice to see. And Jericho is such a noble guy. He was yeah. like, okay, I'll watch this. And do you know what I liked about Jericho? Let me just... Yeah, he, he he's an intelligent guy. Yeah. And when the Doctor came, he, he wanted to know more. And he was yeah. constantly wanting to um, develop his knowledge of the world mm-hmm. and everything and wanted to help. And I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. Because most people that you get that meet the Doctor, or like we see it in this episode, the yeah. uncle or whatever he is, and he's like, oh, like, you're a woman. And yeah. like, you can't be a Doctor. And that kind of thing. Whereas he was like, just totally accept it and wants to learn more about it. And I thought that was something really cool and really progressive. Wasn't sexist, that's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Yes. 
his character was good. He was like, I'm not scared because I fought in the war. Yeah. And I saw things in all the concentration camps. That was a really good character development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very good. I thought that was really um, successful in how it was told. Yeah. The, an- the angels are trying to get to the doctor. But at this point, we don't know. They're just trying to get into the house. Yeah. And it's barricaded. And that's really creepy, the way they go yeah. through the TV. Yeah. And, and we don't know why they're after the doctor. They're just after the doctor for some reason. And they're trapped in this massive house. And they're being surrounded by these angels. And I was like, no, this is not good. Yeah. And then they get through. Yeah. And they come through the TV. I know. And I think they have to clear. They maybe have to clear it or the doctor. Yeah, it's it's not it's, really. It, yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of clear because we find out that Claire is being possessed. Is that yeah. the right word to use by yeah. <laughs> an angel who is being chased after by other angels? Other angels. Yeah. yeah. What are they called again? The extraction team or something like so. that. Yeah, the extraction squad. So basically this rogue angel um has come to find the doctor to ask for help because they're trying to expose the division or like trying to tell the doctor about division is that what happened i think they just get information about division the angel goes i know your wife which is like a sore spot for the doctor yeah because she has no idea what's going on or what happened in those missing memories and she wants to find out yeah and so the angel kind of dangles that carrot in front of her yeah and then, see, it's interesting this episode. Uh, earlier, an episode when the angels are trying to go for the door, um, they kind of ignore the doctor. And I'm like, why did they ignore the doctor? But of course, it's yeah, later. Yeah. When they're all trying to escape through the tunnels, she's like, she just stops. She's like, why have you not got me yet? Yeah. That's quite dark. She's that, like, yeah, get yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. And that whole bit where she's like, why haven't you got me yet? That was really interesting. And like, she's challenging them. But at the same time, she kind of expected to just be gone and to be taken by them. And maybe she had accepted that fate. And then it was a bit of a shock when she wasn't taken. Yeah, she's definitely trying to save everybody else. Yeah. Very Doctor. Yeah, yeah, of course. The Doctor's very Mm self-sacrificing. That was, yeah, I loved that bit. I think that was really cool. And... I mean, the doctor enters Claire's mind yeah. to talk to the weeping angel that's possessing Claire. And that whole beach scene was really cool. Can yeah. we just talk about it quickly, though? First of all, they're in, like, there's sea surrounding them on either side. I think this is yeah. a continuity error. And then at some point, it's just on one side. Yeah. I think they had to move beach or something. Maybe the tide just sank, and I don't know. But I noticed that, and I was like, that's a shame. But at the same time, maybe they, maybe that was intentional, and they wanted to create, Yeah. I don't know, some kind of um, uncomfortableness. <laughs> so then... Yeah, the Weeping Angel's like, help me. And the Doctor's like, why should I? (laughs) It's quite good. This episode, she asked, can I enter your mind, Claire? Because it was a bit dodgy and spyful when she just, like, wiped the memories of people without asking. I feel like that's a recurring problem with Doctor Who. Like, Donna. Like, he was like, please don't wipe my mind. She's like, yeah, no. (laughs) And then she comes out of this tunnel and all the angels are there and Claire's at the top. And then there's the plot twist. Like, we are the division. Yep. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is the division? What? <laughs> yeah. Then we see Jer- Jer- Jericho. Jericho. Yeah. Yaz. Mm-hmm. Dan. Is Dan there? I think. Dan's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because Jericho at this point has been um, captured. Yeah, zapped. Yeah. And he's back with um, them. 
Yeah, your husband Dan and yeah. Peggy. Is Peggy there? Peggy's there. She yeah. disappears she's... later in the episodes. Yeah, but... yeah, it's just... Yeah, and Yaz is very police woman at that point. Because mm-hmm. she's like, we need to find the little girl. Yeah. That was a good, yeah, that was quite nice, and it splits away from the drama of the Doctor with um, the angels and stuff. And then Yaz is like, no, no. Doctor! Doctor, and then the Doctor turns into a weeping angel. Yeah, because Claire Brown's weeping angel that has possessed her yeah. has been like, I know something more valuable than me, the Doctor. And they're like, yes, what's a great idea? So they're like, let's possess the doctor so the doctor turns into weeping angel and that's the end of the episode stunning visual yeah it was really really well done and then yeah is screaming at the doctor yeah and then like they have to hold her back and i was like that's sad it was very sad that was yeah it was very effective yes how they did that it kind of i feel like it mattered the bit and uh, that time with children whereas yeah just like runs through the portal to try and the doctor i feel like that was that but also she can't because she'll die yeah yeah exactly before we go on to the next episode, the angels now have an interesting new power, which is if you touch them twice, you crumble. Yeah. Yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, that's a bit of a serious one. Yeah, that's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. A good development. Yeah. It, yeah. Does it apply to all angels or just the ones working for Division? I'm not sure. Maybe because mm. the place they were at was isolated. Mm-hmm. There was nowhere to send them back to. Yeah, true. don't know. It's not exactly explained. But yeah. It would be cool if they explored it in the future. Yes. And then, after that amazing cliffhanger, we get, like, an end of credit scene like Marvel, <laughs> which is just Belle and Vinder. Yeah. Which I don't think is very well placed, because they could have just put that earlier in the episode. Yeah, true. And we don't get that much information. Do we find out at that point that it's Vinder that Belle looking for? I don't... I think it's later than that. Yeah. Still, I think they left it quite late until we find out. Yeah. Or maybe we do find out that episode. Is that when she's with the fire? Poss- and she plays the hologram? Possibly. This this is the one where we see the guy from them between us. And he's like, let's go to see Azura. And she's like, yeah, Azura will kill you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she saves somebody's life there, which is nice. Yeah. And she, like, fully jumps. Which I don't know, but it's not the best to do if you're pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We don't have any experience, but yeah, she does a lot of like fighting, and I was like, like, okay, you're you don't have to like sit and like lie in bed for the whole nine months. Yeah. But surely, like jumping about and rolling about and shitting people isn't the best. Plus, stress level levels. Surely that has an impact on the baby as well. But maybe yeah. she's not far long enough. I don't know. I don't know. It's alien baby. So. Yeah. So who knows? Who what? knows? Who knows? Okay, so shall we go on to Survivors of the Flux? Yeah. Which is the episode title. Yep. So, Chris Chibnall again. And this episode had very strong Indiana Jones vibes, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. The whole Yaz, Dan, Jericho. Yep. Oh, they get zapped back yes. to 1961. No. 1901. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, next time... 1903. So they've been there for two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite interesting. Yeah. They've managed to abandon Peggy somewhere. Yeah. It's something I read online. They had brought up, like, would they not miss their family? Yeah. And that's not really brought up. But at the same time, like, I think if you were in that position, like, obviously you would. Yeah. But you're focusing on trying to get back to the doctor so that you can go back to your own timeline. So at the same time, I'd be like, well, nah, because they will get back to them eventually. Yeah. So, 
the doctor being a weeping angel lasts two minutes because we see Tectian, mm-hmm. who we find out is Tectian, the old mm-hmm. lady. Yeah. Um, and she finds out that she's the division. Yeah. And the multiverse. Yeah. Which is a very big sci-fi trope at this point. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tectian was a good addition to this. And yeah, it was kind of mind-blowing and not great. And the Doctor's a bit like confused. She's like, what's, what's going on? What is the Division? Why am I here? And then we find out that the Division have basically like captured the Doctor so that she doesn't interfere with the universe being destroyed. Yeah. But then it's also, I think... The foxes because of the doctor? I'm not sure. Yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, Yeah. they kind of make... They make the flux happen because of the doctor's actions. Yeah. But the whole division was corrupt because they intervene with history. And you're not, like, as a Time Lord, that is, like, a rule that was made. Don't intervene. And then... Doctor clearly gets it from the mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. And then, yeah, her mother's basically like, well... Yeah. Yeah. The We're... mother reveal was very quickly overlooked. Like, she was like, I am the woman you used to call mother. Yeah. That was... I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to take a minute to process that. But yeah, that was really cool. And I like how they, they put that in. And I thought that was good and an interesting relationship dynamic, which was explored more. Yeah really evil stuff oh, yeah. going on, really manipulative and we find out that's in the last episode. I'll save we, that we meet the Ood. Yeah! <laughs> there is an appearance of an Ood, which I missed the Ood. The Ood's are amazing. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. I love Ood. Yeah. So, if we go back to 1904, yeah. with the Ood we see the three of them descending into the temple. Mm-hmm. And they get a pot and they find a lady. Yeah. <laughs> and the lady's like, go to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> that bit was so funny when they did go to that guy. Yes, it was very time fillery. But yeah. he was like, go find your dog. <laughs> and they were like, we climbed this mountain for you to say that. We don't even know what that means. And he's like... And then they write, beside the wall of China. Not on the wall of China. Beside it. Hi, I'm stuck in... Yeah. <laughs> And then we get the line that makes the whole thing pointless. I can't time travel. <laughs> Which is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, but of course, the boats, the, the, the scenes on the boat are quite good. Yeah, that's true. I Oh, the hologram. The hologram was cute. So the doctor has prepared a hologram for Yaz um, to just say like don't give up and she's gonna find her and she'll be back and she misses her yes and that kind of stuff like really cute romantic stuff i feel like that's the point where people are like actually maybe romance might be a thing like, yeah that was the point. <laughs> like it's like leaving a voicemail for someone and then like dying or something like that and you've yes. still got this voicemail left on your phone that you just listen to over and over again yeah. that's like same vibe same vibe yeah, it's, fair, it's Meadows, like, ten and rows. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then we have two things that happen, that we meet two people on the boat. We meet the love of Puddley and the old Victorian guy. Yep. Who's like, oh, wait, I'm on a boat, then leaves. 
That was so weird. I was so confused. And then we meet the person who's got a tattoo of the serpent. Oh, yes. And he dies. And Yaz is like, okay, let's put the guy overboard. Yeah, because he's trying to kill them. Yes. That because was... he's a henchman for the Grand Serpent. Yes. That was a very shocking. Like, Yaz was so cool. And Dan's like, what? Yeah, he's like, what do you... What? Wait, you want us to hide a body? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, just do it. Yeah. Which led to the BBC putting on the great thing on the Instagram story saying, Yas's tips of how to dispose a body. <laughs> yeah. The whole journey is kind of pointless, but it's only on the ship we actually get any new information. We get the information that they go to the tunnels mm-hmm. and we get the serpent. Yeah. And what they so basically they go back to look for a date yes. when the flux is meant to happen, yeah, happen like destroy Earth and that kind of thing. We go, they go back to Liverpool mm-hmm. and we see the tunnels, yeah, and there's lots of doors, yes, and the doors are going to open, yep, and then it cuts, yeah. But we have to look at the also very important part of this episode which is unit yay so kate stewart's back yeah she is we got that teased in the last episode yeah so that was good and she has a head to head with grand serpent yes and that was some proper good acting that was i love the tension that created and she was and he was like oh you don't know what you're talking about and she was like yes yes i do and she was like i'm gonna beat you they definitely established the Grand Serpent as mm-hmm. part of time as killing all the people with his snake powers. Yeah. <laughs> and then she, he couldn't do it to her, which was good. Yeah! So, but then he tried to blow it up. Yeah. But what I don't get is she just said, I'm going to destroy you. Then she went home. Yeah. Which was interesting. Maybe she was hungry. Maybe she was hungry. <laughs> Maybe she needed a little snack. Just Possibly. to get her energy up before she destroyed him. Yeah. There's lots of old who references mm-hmm. to the Brigadier, to yep. Unit, yep. to how they quarantined mm-hmm. the town where the angels were. Yep. So they now have the TARDIS at Unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is good. Brenda also discovers that Swarm and Azura are harvesting energy from humans. Yeah. To like, make a machine. Yeah. Which is good to try to get to Tech Titan. Because mm-hmm. they know about the division. Yeah. And then they actually do get to the division. Yeah. And Tectoon dies. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. That was a very brief character introduction. Yeah. It was, yeah, I was was sad when Tectoon died. Yes. And then like, and now you, Doctor. I know. So, and then we cut to the season finale. Yes. The Vanquishers. Yep. Which everybody thought would answer questions. Did it? (laughs) Technically. Was it a good episode? Yes. I loved it. And I... Oh, the split doctors. Can we just talk about the split doctors? That was very cute. So the doctor multiplies into three. Yes. And is existing in different spaces? Spaces, yes. Yeah. So there's a doctor with Yaz and Dan and the Liverpudlian Victorian guy and Kate Stewart who has arrived at... She goes there, right? Yes. Yeah. And then there's one... Obviously, in division, um, Swarm and Azura. Yeah, and being tortured. Yes. Over and over again. 
Because they go to her... Do they go inside her... Or it's her memories or something like that? Yes. To that house thing. And they keep destroying it and then undestroying it. Yeah, I think so. It was a bit confusing, that. But it basically, they were torturing her over and over again. And then there was another one with Jericho and Claire. Um, Is that right? Or were they with... Bill, she crashed into Bill's ship. Oh, of course. Yes. And with... um. Carvinista. Carvinista, yes. Yes, that was funny. Belle and Carvinista were also very funny. Yes. Together. And so she helps them. Although, yes. does she help Carvinista? Not, Not really. <laughs> so, we get we get the reunion of Doctor for the companions. Yay! It's very cute. We get a hug. Yep. Which, I don't know what your views on Tasman are, but... I mean... We need a hug. Yeah. We... Yes. Yeah. We love it. <laughs> that was even before the credits rolled. Like, this yeah. was a packed episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she meets Kate Stewart again. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Which Kate is Stewart. nice. It was nice. And then yeah. Kate Stewart says at some point, oh, I like this regeneration of yes. you or something like that. And I was like, yay! That was cute. That was very cute. Then Dr. Ash, Yaz and Dan, how long has it been for you two? Completely ignoring Je- yep. <laughs> Jericho, which was quite funny. Yeah. And then she disappears again, I think. Yeah. Yes. Then we see her. And it's taking a, a physical strain, putting a physical yeah. strain on her body back at Division because she's being tortured and she's trying to split herself to help various different people. Yeah. And you can kind of see that strain, which was like, I enjoyed watching that kind of take a toll on her and seeing her vulnerable because yeah. we don't often see that from the Doctor. Yes, that was good. So we see the Doctor's being captured with Carvinista. Uh-huh. And we find out that the Centarans uh-huh. are trying to make an alliance with the Cybermen and the Daleks. Yeah. Which is like all the big baddies. Yeah. And we Bell and Vinda reunite, which yeah. is amazing. It's very, very cute. cute. Yeah. What else do we see? Yeah, the Centauran lure yeah. the Cybermen and the Daleks, which I have got to hand it to them. This was like a great plan. Like they've done very well for themselves because normally their plans aren't brilliant, but this was very good. And they were going to lure them to Earth where the flux was going to take place. And then they were going to run off and then they would like all die, perish in the flux. That's, that's quite clever. It was very clever. Yes. I enjoyed that very much. We get to the second Doctor who, after making a deal with chocolate, um, tries to crash into... The Centaurans fails but gets captured. Yeah. And gets tortured by the Grand Serpent, who we finally meet. Yeah. Well, the Doctor finally meets. Yeah. But this was all part of our plan. Yes. And this torture scene. Yes. Oh, stunning to watch. So good. We really, like, she's totally in control and yes. she's just laughing it up. And it really reminded me of the Tenth Doctor. Yeah. Like, so good. The vibe was so good. And she was, like, she was just so funny in that episode. Yes. I mean, it's confusing. No, wait. We flash back to Swap and the whole episode. But yeah, we yeah, just yeah. see the Doctor in pain. Yeah. And we find out the Swap and just want to reboot the universe constantly and just make the Doctor watch it die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So another complete form of torture. Because yes. the Doctor, like, locked them in a cage. The Fugitive Doctor. Fugitive Doctor, yeah. Well, yeah. she was working for the Division. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But just like, wait, what? She was working for the division? <laughs> yeah, she was working for the division at some point. And then she left the division. So then we get two doctors at once. We get the doctor, who's with the, with Dan and Yaz now. Yeah. And we get the doctor who's been tortured. And the TARDIS appears. Yay! And the doctor's like, yeah, you can't torture me. Because <laughs> I'm not here. 
Yeah. And then the doc, so Yaz and Dan come at the TARDIS, and the doctor comes at the TARDIS, and Yaz and Dan are like, what? <laughs> yeah, they're like, what is going on? I is there too? That's funny. Yeah, that was a good part. And then the doctor escapes. Woohoo! And says, like, I've got such a crush on her. <laughs> That's peak Doctor Who, is somebody flirting with themselves. Yeah, it's so funny. That, that, yeah, when the three, uh, there's three of them on the TARDIS at some point, right? I think. Or there's at least two. two. There's two, yeah. And they, their banter is so funny because they're like, oh, um, you do it. And they're like, okay. And they're like, I'll let you talk. And they're like, okay. And they like yes. roll their eyes at each other. It's so funny. This is very funny. Yeah. Oh, we also meet Vinda and Vinda and Diane, who are now both in Passenger. Yes. yes, and Diane has kind of worked out a way how to get out of the passenger, like, form. space, form, whatever. Um, and Vinder's like, okay, well, I've got a gun. Yes. <laughs> and she's like, yay, brilliant, let's go. And so Vinder's got a kind of communication device yes. to get in touch with the doctor, and so they manage to find a way and they uh, contact the doctor. And then the doctor comes and manages to save them. And the TARDIS, and then that's when Belle and Vinder reunite. And so do Diane and Dan. Dan. <laughs> Diane and Dan. What would their ship name be? Dan. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> Diane Dan. <laughs> I don't, that's weird. Yeah. There's a lot of this episode. Yeah. So then the Cybermen and the Daleks are destroyed by the Flux. Mm-hmm. But then the shields move. The doctor yeah. makes the shield moves. Yeah. Was the health of a new friend, Carvanista. Yeah. And the Earth is saved. The Santarans are completely dead. Yeah. <laughs> but also, Carvanista's whole race is destroyed because yes. of the doctor. And yeah. that was very. It was very very sad. It was. It was. He was like so. Done. <laughs> Talking about character deaths. Jericho dies. Jericho dies, he does, and Claire Brown is with him. And so they're, like, part of one of the Doctor's plans is to infiltrate the... Well, that's part of the Tarans, isn't it? And the Grand Serpent, they're, like, sucking the humans' minds minds and stuff. And so Claire and Jericho are doing that. And can I just say, like, kudos to them, because they literally have that pain done to them. Like, they've literally volunteered to do that. And then the doctor comes to rescue them, but his Jericho's portal to get back to them doesn't work. And he's like, it's okay, doctor. I'll do it. I've lived a good life. I'll yeah. do it. And so he sacrifices himself. Well, talk about the fox. The fox finishes by being absorbed into the passenger form. Yeah, that was so smart. They literally just send it through a passenger. I really did think that the doctor would end up Pressing a button and it'd be reversed. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was very cool. Yeah. And then that was it. It's very Doctor Who in the ending that something just happened and everything resolved. Yeah. <laughs> Which is classic Doctor Who. Yeah. And then we see the last, we see the last time of Swarm and Azure. Because they take the Doctor to Atropos to meet Time. Yeah. Who? Oh, of course. This is such a big kills them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So now there's only the Doctor. Yep. And then we get another Doctor because time looks like the Doctor. Yeah. So in this episode, we have four different types of Jodie Whittaker. <laughs> yep, that it's, is true. Yes. And then time is like, what did they say? Oh, that you're going to... Die. Die, yeah. But he said, 
they say no more regenerations. Yeah. Which is interesting. Are they going to just completely reboot like Doctor Who for Russell T. Davis? Oh, we, we haven't talked about the most important thing about Timeless Child. Yeah. The Doctor is the Timeless Child. Yeah. Is the child that was left um, outside a wormhole to Universe yes. 2. And that was like a whole big plot twist that we learn in the last episode. Or the second last or whatever. And so the Doctor isn't a Time Lord. Basically, the people of Gallifrey, who are known as Time Lords now, took her, like Tectoon took her and was like, I'm going to experiment on you. And like she wanted to regenerate, so she starts regenerating. So that's how the Time Lords were formed. The only problem was they could only regenerate like 12 times. And then they couldn't. But because the Doctor isn't a Gallifreyan, is that? Gallifreyan, like, yeah. Yeah. She isn't, like, from Gallifrey. She has more regenerations, I yes. assume, because she is a different species. But broadly, they are the Time Lords. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it, it's not really confirmed, but, but that's what you kind of expect. And the time of the doctor when mm-hmm. matt smith regenerates into capaldi yeah um the time lords grant him one more regeneration cycle yeah so we have to ask if that's just a contradiction yeah or did the time lords pretend to give him so they didn't know that it was actually yeah unlimited well at that point the doctor wouldn't know that they are like the timeless child yeah so are they just keeping up pretenses possibly yeah but why wouldn't they tell the doctor in the first place it's interesting. Interesting. It's interesting. There's a lot that There's can lot be done with this. Yeah. Um, for three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the doctor, because Swamners have been killed, now has the locket for the memories. Memories. Yeah. The chameleon arch. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Not sure. But um, so then she drops it down the TARDIS, and says, "Don't give it to me, unless I want it." Which is very open end. So either Chibnall's going to do it in the next three episodes. Yeah. Or it's just a Russell T. Davis problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's something yeah. that's going to be brought back. Tying up the season, we see all the different characters in different ways. So mm-hmm. let's go through the characters and see what they are from the season. Doctor knows a bit more about the past. Yeah. She's yeah. yeah, she's kind of had a whole identity crisis in this whole season and then she finally discovers that she's the timeless child and she has to deal with that. And I think like she was dead upset with Tectoon for not kind of telling her and that taking her away from someone like she, yeah. we don't know if she was abandoned or not. Yes. And that's kind of the open question that's going to be left open, we think, for a while. So that was interesting. But I think she's kind of recovered from that. And I think she can kind of move on from that. And I don't know if it will be covered in the next special, at least. Yes. And then who else have we got? We've got Dan, who um, asked Diana a date. He said no. But he's now been asked to go on TARDIS. So we'll have some TARDIS adventures before... Russell T. Davis takes over. Yeah. We've got Jericho, who's now dead. Yeah. Sad times. Sad. Also, Carvanesta, who is not dead, gladly. But he now says that he has a chip in his brain. 
so he oh. can't tell the doctor what what um what the missing memories was which is quite sad yeah this was uh, yeah this was an interesting twist and it was a it was a shame and i just feel so bad for carvinista it would be nice to see him again but i feel like we need some sort of resolution between carvinista and the doctor but at the same time i'm not sure if we'll get that yes bell and vinda i'd go off with carvinista yeah as a wee time traveling yeah that that's cute i could see them like it would be cool if they made a spin-off of those three that would be quite cool um and uh jacob anderson who plays vinder said that he would be very open to coming back to doctor who yeah but whether that'll happen or not don't know yeah azure and swarmer obviously dead hopefully we won't see them again quickly before we say anything else about anyone else the makeup and costume for Swarm and Azure is outstanding. Yes. Like, th- nothing has ever been, like, as good as this. Like, there's some exceptional, like, costume yeah. designers and makeup designers on the show. But I think they've really outdid themselves um, this season with Swarm and Azure. Especially during COVID. Yeah, the exactly. They had to COVID test. There's video of one of the Sontarans and they had to do a COVID test with the Sontaran stuff on. So imagine doing all the Azura Swarm makeup. Yeah, that would... COVID safe. I mean, if you have a... If you look them up online, I mean, or if you've seen that, you know what we're talking about. Like, the teeth! Yeah. Like, what? Like, insane. The amount of detail that went into the costume. Like, the contacts, the whole head stuff. Yeah, really cool. Yeah. So... And then the last character... Claire first. Oh, Claire first. Who we can't forget. Who I feel like is kind of forgotten. Claire goes off with Kate... Yeah, and she gets... It would be cool if she joined UNIT. Yeah. She was originally from, like, present time. Yeah. Like, 2021 or whenever it's set. Um, And then she gets trapped in the 1900s. And then she's restored to her normal time and goes off with Kate Stewart. So it'd be really interesting if we see her join UNIT or have something to do with extraterrestrial... I really hope Kate comes back in the specials. Yeah, that would be really cool. Um, there was rumours that she was going to come back, but mm-hmm. it was also tied with rumours of John Barrowman. So, and it also, the guy who played Jack Robertson, mm-hmm. who's hopefully not going to come back now. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what that happens with them two. And yeah. then we've got Yaz, who's still a companion. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll see... <sighs> Hopefully there's not a lot of disruption between the Doctor and Yaz this uh, for the next few specials because although there was that kind of relationship that we saw continued and we saw Yaz come into her own, it would be nice to see their um, relationship developed as they're actually both together in the same room because yeah. they've been literally separated for most of the season. So it would be nice to see their relationship being developed more or whatever. Yeah. Um, whether it's romantic or not yes that was the scene um where the doctor opens up to yes yes which was cute and she's like i would like that and then there's hint of they possibly might have kissed but maybe not they literally got so close and they literally looked like they were about to and then dan comes and he's like you're right <laughs> or something yeah. and i'm like what are you doing ruined the moment but yeah there's a continuality error at that point, if you look back at it, because Dan interrupts yeah, um, Doctor and Yaz, and yeah. then Yaz goes, oh, Yorkshire will show you what to do. Yeah, then yeah, yeah. When she's walking back, Dan's completely vanished from screen. 
<laughs> so I think that's just an editing choice that's not been... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't noticed. So, overall views in the season. I really enjoyed this season. I thought it was really good. I loved the whole Flux story, how it was spread across the whole season. Um, the antagonists in it, Swarm and Azure, the Grand Serpent, Dek Tehun. They were all really strong and convincing and their interactions with the Doctor were brilliant. Awesome character dynamics between the new companion Dan and everyone and I thought like just all the interactions between all the characters was really good this season. I didn't think there was anything that was a bit uncomfortable with any of them which was really cool. Yeah there was quite a lot of loose ends but we can forgive Chibnall for this because yeah it was clearly a longer season they've had to cut into six episodes because of Covid mm-hmm. and we have to remember that Covid did affect this greatly so it's quite yeah. impressive they even got it done. Exactly like there were a lot of side stories of which some of them worked and some of them didn't work and of course because they had to reduce it and compact it I think that because of Covid I think that definitely had an impact on it but on the whole I loved it yeah same it was good very good it wasn't received that well by the general yeah public um there was a lot of people that i know that are now like doctor who isn't doctor who now it will be doctor who when it's russell t davis yeah so on tomato meter it got 80 percent, which is quite good yeah but it got an audience score of 34 percent, which is pretty bad yeah for a season of doctor who yeah so people have generally quite negative towards it yeah which I, I don't understand why because i thought it was really good yes i mean the only thing that i could think of would be well for one thing for it being jodie because there's a lot of people that don't like jodie whittaker as the doctor and then the other thing would be just because of the amount of side stories they had yeah. i think that would have lost a lot of people and if they didn't really know the background of what had happened in the previous seasons or the whole timeless child thing then i think they would probably be a bit confused yes so um shall we talk about theories for next episode yeah go for it so next episode is the eve of the daleks and then you're special again um continue with the theme of daleks yeah i feel like we've had so much dalek content Like, I think I've just had too much now. Like, apart from Spyfall, it, every New Year's been Daleks. Yeah, it's just... Why? Although, Ashling B is going to be in it, and I'm very excited because she's very funny, an Irish comedian, and I'm very excited to see yes. what she brings to Doctor Who. It's 58 minutes, which is good, because mm-hmm. it's on the longer side, mm-hmm. which will really stretch out, especially yeah. if rumours are to believe that it's a time... A time loop episode? I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, it definitely looks like that from the trailers. If it's confirmed or it's rumours at this point. Yeah. But um, we'll see what happens to TARDIS because the TARDIS is still messed up. Yeah. Um, that's been messed up the whole flux, but it's mm-hmm. clearly getting worse. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the reason why there's a time loop. Not sure. Yeah, it could be. That's a good point, actually. Um, some descriptions have called it a rom com, <laughs> which is interesting for the episode of Doctor Who. Yeah. Like, I'm like, why are you doing that? <laughs> like, are you looking for reasons for people to hate you? <laughs> I think it'll be good, but... Yeah. Although you could say the same about this past season. Yeah. <laughs> theories? Some theories? 
Well, you keep telling me that Yaz is gonna die at some point, and I just don't want it to be true. Hopefully not this episode. No, I don't think I'd be able to cope if it was this episode. I don't know if theories-wise, I think we, I don't think it'll be in, in any relation to the Flux, for sure. No. I think we're gonna get a brand new kind of story. Do you think the rest of the specials will be related to this episode coming up? I'm not sure. I think possibly this one might not be, but next two might. Yeah. Because I think this is... The New Year's ones tend to be quite standalone. Yeah, 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 I get you. But I'm not sure. I definitely think... There could be, like, an underlying... Plot, yeah. Plot, yeah, that kind of comes back in, like, the final special. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) At least just knocked her computer over. It's fine. (laughs) Um... (laughs) What else? I think... Because it's a time loop, I generally think they're going to kill characters off, like, constantly, and then bring them back. Which will be traumatising if you like the characters. I just don't think I could cope with that. I just think they won't have any of their companions go first to Russell T. Davis's run, and I generally don't think that they will both just randomly leave. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I just hope it's nothing that we haven't seen before. Yeah, they're facing further criticism for it being on New Year's instead of Christmas. For the fourth funeral, I think. Ah. Yeah. I think it's more inclusive when it's New Year's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a good point. Because everybody celebrates New Year's. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Physically changes the year. Yeah. Well, Christmas is a bit different. <laughs> This is a regular thing that's going to happen during our episode. We have a role model of the episode. And today, it couldn't be anyone but Jodie Whittaker. So, just for some fun facts, um, she went backpacking when she was 18 around the world. Haven't been able to find where specifically she went, but she went somewhere. Her first professional job was at the Shakespeare's Globe, which is pretty amazing. Yeah seeing as that was our only like our first professional job it was at the Shakespeare Globe what an achievement she went to the Guild Hall and she met her husband there which is cute she was named this is funny I was telling Louise this before we started she's named after Jodie Foster <laughs> which is so funny tell them yeah there's I think there's like in recent TV there's like three big Jodies there's Jodie Whittaker Jodie Foster and Jodie Comer <laughs> So it's like the Trinity. The Trinity of Jodies. <laughs> I love that. Which yes. is quite funny. And I mean Jodie Foster, what, what, yeah, a legend. what woman. Yeah, legend. And then the final fact, which I think is so awesome. She believes in aliens. Which makes sense. Which Imagine. makes sense. I know. Like, there's so much about the universe that we don't know, so it makes sense yeah. that there were aliens out there. Um, And she's also plays an alien yeah. on TV, which is I cool. imagine not. I believe in aliens and been Doctor Who though. <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> but yeah, so so yeah. there you go. So that's why Jodie Whittaker is our role model of the day because she believes in aliens. No, <laughs> yes, she is an awesome woman. So thank you so much for joining us on our first ever podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making yes. it. And next time we will be talking about Spider Man No Way Home. Yay! We're so excited. We've both seen it and so we can't wait to get started on this and talk all about it. Hopefully it might be a bit shorter than this one, but this one was just the whole season of Flux, which was a lot. Thank you for joining us and see you next time. Bye! Bye.
Thank you.